Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Advisors, LLC, GA, and or their investment advisor representatives. This is Ready, Aim, Retire with Rob Curvin from Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here's Ready, Aim, Retire with your host, Rob Curvin. Welcome again, folks, to another episode of Ready, Aim, Retire. Uh, Rob Curvin here with Tony Shore. Uh, Tony, how we doing? Oh, I'm doing great today, Rob. Great to be here with you. Thanks for having me on the show again. Uh, this is a lot of fun, and I know it, there's a lot to talk about today. I've had a crazy week. How about you? Have you been keeping busy? I've had a crazy week, too. You know what? The um, uh, My daughter's a big golfer, so I literally just got back from San Antonio, Texas oh, wow. uh, last night. You know, she had a, a couple days off school, so we... Thought we'd uh, you know you know go down there you know play some golf just so you know instead of hitting against a screen all winter, uh, did that. Happy to report I won. You know came down literally the last putt after three days I won by one on eighteen. Um, oh wow! So that was kind of nice. Felt good to you know rub it in a sixteen year old girl's face. Felt felt really good. I'm not I'm not ashamed even to do that. You know so I you did beat that. your daughter by one point. And you're and bragging about it on the radio too, today. today. I, I, I love took it. twenty bucks off her <laughs> and made her pay. So wow, what a dad! You, know, you got to learn those lessons. If you're going to gamble, you better have the money to gamble. So <laughs> yeah, you're I'm teaching, teaching your life lessons. There. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good. Uh, everything's everything's all good. You know, uh, uh, you know, we're mid February as we're recording this, um, and 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 what we're actually going to hit on topic today, Tony, is something that was passed. Um, you know, at the end of last year. Now, I have noted this in my uh, my newsletter. I, I put a whole thing in the newsletter. But uh, for those of you that maybe don't get our newsletter, I want to get up to date. And I didn't hit all the points. So what I want to do is just do an overview of the Secure Act that was passed last year because it definitely affects you guys out there that are, you know, coming into retirement, saving for retirement. You know, you know, there's a lot of different things that came through that I think are going to be very important. So I'd like to tackle, you know, three or four of those, Tony, that I think are pertinent. You know, there's a lot of stuff that was passed in there, but for our listeners, I feel that there's going to be three or four of these things that I think will make it will impact, you know, the future of your retirement. Well, and there you go. Uh, I think that's huge. And uh, obviously, uh, there are a lot of changes that are happening, mm-hmm. and the Secure Act is huge. I mean, it's it's going to change a lot of areas that will really affect a lot of people's uh, plans and savings right. for retirement. Right. And it kind of it kind of went through without anybody you know watching. You know, it was right. one of those ones. It had been talked about, but it literally went through with no fanfare, no nothing, and then. You know, we start getting emails in in January saying, "Hey, we, we got to look at this." And I sent an email out to 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 everybody, and I just think that it uh, you know we we should address you know some of those things today because it is it is a big deal. Well, yeah, definitely. So let's dig into this. Uh, what are some of the key takeaways or, or things that are changing that you think our listeners need to know about right away? 
so the first one is for you savers out there. So for those of you that are still in the accumulation phase, whether you're 25 or 65, you know, wherever you happen to be, if you're still contributing to a 401k plan, um, what the SECURE Act has, has done is it's allowed automatic enrollment safe harbor plans uh, to increase the cap on automatically raising payroll contributions from 10% to 15% of an employee's paychecks. So what that means, Tony, is currently um, you, you, there's an automatic amount that they passed you know, um, you know, previously that allows an employer to say, hey, we're going to take 10% of your, your paycheck, put it into your 401k automatically. Now, you can opt out of that, but it used to be that you had to opt in. So what that was doing, and to give you an example, my daughter, um, you know, works downtown Chicago. So we were going through her benefits, uh, you know, six weeks ago or, or, you know, when she was starting this new job and, uh, you know, we're going through the healthcare and all that kind of stuff. And the 401k, you know, it didn't give nearly as much information as, as I would think would be available. And I guess it's because they opt, opt you in automatically, you know, so we're going to wait until a couple checks down the line, take a look at them and make sure we're opted in. But this new Secure Act, you know, bumps your forced savings, which is so critical, from 10% to 15%. And I'm telling you, folks, if you're not, you know, you know, 15% should be a minimum anyway. You know, if, if, if you want to retire uh, and, and don't want to be in your 50s going, oh, geez, now I got to catch up and I got to put like, you know, 30%, you know, in, into this thing. So I think that's a fantastic new rule. And again, you'd have to opt out and most people just wouldn't. So, you know, I guess that's the, the number one thing that I want to point out to everybody that you're going to be, your 401k is going to be forced from 10% to 15%, which is definitely going to help you guys out. Yeah, I hadn't heard heard that one actually uh i had heard some changes to uh the rmds and the Mm -hmm. the iras and things and i assume you're getting into that but so it is there is a change to 401k compliance so it automatically will take that out and put it into a 401k unless you opt out of that is what you're saying right exactly and which which you know what it doesn't sound like you know ten to fifteen percent. You know, uh, you know, especially when you're younger, it's probably not going to you know move the needle too much. But it's definitely as they escalate it up to fifteen percent, going to be extremely important to their retirement security. You know, I think it's a fantastic new uh, new rule they put in. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously uh, that is that is important to save as much as you can because people are living longer. That's one reason mm-hmm. this is necessary. You have to put away as much as possible because. The cost of healthcare has risen so much, especially in retirement, and you're living longer, so you'll need more money, right? Right, hundred percent. Yeah. So, what else is it changing? What else is the Secure Act going to change that might impact us? Well, let's hit on what you just said. So, you, you said you'd heard um, about the delayed required minimum distributions. Yeah. So, the uh, you know the when we talk about retirement and coming into retirement, there's two important um, ages to remember. One is 59 and a half where if you're still working, you will have access to your 401k to roll it into your own IRA and, and start really, really making sure you're, you're set for retirement. The other one is, is used to be, you know, up until December 31st of, uh, of 2019, it used to be 70 and a half. So the, the rule used to be the, the year following your 70 and a half birthday, you had to start taking what's called a required minimum distribution from all, you know, all, uh, qualified plants, you know, so from your IRA, they would say, hey, you know what, if I was a male, 
uh, you know, to give you an easy number at age, you know, 70 and a half, I'd have to start taking 3.65% of whatever my total was. So if I had $100,000, I'd have to take 30, you know, 3,650. Uh, and, and that would be forced to come out, you know, and uh, and be taxed, you know, and that's kind of the, the point is that you've, in, in those plans, you've actually never paid tax on the money. So the, the money's grown tax deferred. It's compounded tax deferred. So, you know, once you reach 70 and a half, they said, you know what, we want to start getting our tax money. And that's why it's forced to come out because a lot of people don't understand why that is. Well, that's the exact reason. So uh, what they've done is they actually took a look at life expectancy. Now, this thing had not been changed, Tony, for, you know, 20 to 30 years. You know, they hadn't, they haven't, they hadn't updated the life expectancy, obviously. With, uh, with healthcare, and I think people just, you know, uh, taking better care of themselves, you know, life expectancy's gone up, you know, so, so what they've done is they've said, you know what, we're going to uh, adjust along with that, and now what it is, is it's once you turn 72, the year you turn 72, you have to take a distribution out, you know, so that that could be a year and a half after, obviously, you know, uh, you know, then, then taking it originally. So they're, they're reflecting that. Now, what does that mean? Is that even a big deal? Well, according to so I'm, I'm, I'm on, you know, looking at this from the SHRM.org website. So they have some great information on there. So they gave a great example from CNBC that said if you had a half a million dollar portfolio earning five percent annually, which is reasonable, you would have in your account by just having that delay from 70 and a half to 72, an extra 33,500 by age 89. So that's kind of nice, you know, so you know you have more money if, if your intent is, well, you need it maybe for, to pass on to heirs, maybe for healthcare, you know, something like that. If you didn't need the money early on, now there's a lot of people we do planning for, Tony, that we, they are taking money from their qualified plans earlier because we. I have people that retire at, at sixty. I have ones that retire at sixty-five. I have ones that retire at seventy-five. So there, it's it's the broad spectrum. But now you, the you're when you're forced to take them, um, it's been delayed a little bit, which I think is good for everybody. Well, yeah, that is good. It gives you a little extra time if you don't absolutely have to have the money. Uh, you can leave it in there and let it uh, earn hopefully some interest and you know, uh, either pass it along or uh, use it when you do need it. Uh, I think that's also helpful. And to get rid of that half year, I never understood that 70 and a half. Um, and it confuses people because then it's the year following your 70 and a half birthday. So, you know, people would be like, okay, so I'm born June 17th. Okay, so I'm 70 and a half this year. So now I got to take it by April 1st to fall. It was yeah. uh, definitely confusing. For sure. Um, you know, for a lot of people, we were obviously not confused because we deal with it every day. But, the uh, but you know, explaining that sure. is challenging. So now you know, hey, I know I'm turning 72 this year. Perfect. You know what? I'm going to take my required distribution. Sure. So I think that's good for everybody. Again, it's like one of those things where um you know if you're taking money earlier hey so be it you'd be doing that anyway but if if not it allows you to kind of delay it which i think is great sure so what i'm seeing here rob is that the secure act that was passed and it's now in effect it really affect it really is um affecting your retirement accounts like 401ks iras uh what's another thing that the secure act is changing that we should know about so here's an interesting one tony so the um, what they've done is they've, you know, uh, the title is in-plan annuities. So what they've done is they've allowed 401ks and they're, they're, they want 401ks to have an option for the participants 
to be able to choose to put money into an annuity. And, and for those of you that don't know what an annuity is, an annuity is an insurance contract that allows you, you know, once once elected to to have a guaranteed income stream, kind of like a pension, you know, the, the, the pensions have disappeared, you know, for the most part, you know, there's people, obviously, I have lots of clients that have pensions because they're, they're, they were grandfathered in or they'd been working for companies that had them. But if, if you're starting out out there, you probably don't have that option, you know, or it's, or it's a, it's a much smaller pension than they used to be. So what they did is they took a look at that and they said, you know what, the, you know, if you talk to anybody, Tony, that has a pension, they, they love their pension. They love that the money goes in on the first of every single month. They know they can count on it. It's like, that's a nice compliment to their social security. So so what they've done is they've said, listen, you know what? If you're in a 401k, we wanna give you an option to put, to create your own pension, to put it into an annuity account, a contract that's going to pay off, you know, somewhere down the line after you retire. So it's, it's just a another form of, of income that's gonna help, you know, make your retirement a little bit more secure. Right. And that's that is another thing that's interesting. So are you viewing most of these as positives, Rob, or are there some things that it's changing that uh, are going to be a negative for some people? You know what? I see most of it as positive. Now, there is is one rule, Tony, that that I think is kind of a negative or can be observed as a negative. and, And that's and that's when you inherit an IRA. Um, you know, so let's say let's say a an aunt, an uncle, a father, mother. You know, somebody passed, and they had you as a beneficiary. You know, for their their IRA account. Um, what you used to be able to do um, is you used to be able to take a required distribution based on your age and let the account keep growing. You know, so let me put that into easy terms. So that same example I gave before, if you had a hundred thousand dollars at age seventy and a half, they would force you to take out. 3.65% as a male. It's a little different if you're female, it's a, a different percentage because of life expectancy. But let's say I'm, I'm 50 years old and, I, and my, my father passes away and leaves me with an IRA account. Well, it would be, I would have to take a distribution, you know, based on my age, but it would be a much smaller percentage. And I, I don't know the percentage offhand, but it would, you know, let's give you an example of 2%. So on that $100,000 that I inherit, I have to take $2,000 out but I can let the rest roll, you know, so the rest can continually grow, continually compound tax deferred. And since I don't need the money right now uh, and I'm not close to retirement, that's a fantastic compliment for my retirement income down the road. So when I retire at 65 or whenever I happen to do it, I've had this thing growing for 15 years. I've taken, you know, you know, minimum, you know, distributions out of it, but it hasn't really affected the account balance. Well, what, what they've done now is they said, you know what? We want our we want our tax money now, you know. So the new rule comes in that says we'll give you up to ten years, but you have to liquidate that entire account. So if you want to take a distrib- minimum distribution for five, you know, go for it. But by the tenth year, that hundred thousand has to be all withdrawn, and the tax has to be paid on it. Now, what does that mean? Depending on your tax bracket. You know the when when you when you cashing in an IRA account, and I'm not a CPA, Tony, but uh, uh, you might want to check with yours on you know on this because you know. But the, the 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 rule is 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 it comes in as ordinary income, so it comes in on top of what you, you know what you you've already made, you know, and and your bracket will be adjusted accordingly. Well, geez, what if I'm making, you know, my wife and I are making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, and I inherit this thing, you know, that I have to cash out for a hundred thousand bucks. 
Well, that jumps me to 350 and it jumps me into another bracket, at, you, know, you know, north of 278. So, you know, these are tax planning questions that, that all of a sudden come to light because of this 10 year rule. Now, I can tell you I've had, I've had you know, clients pass, unfortunately. It's, it's um, you know, you know, kind of the, the nature of the beast. And I've had children in my office. You know, a lot of times I know the children because they, you know, clients have been with me for, for a while. And, you know, one of them will do the, you know, you know the inherited IRA, that just do the distributions. But the other two, you know, odds are one of them will cash the whole thing out anyway, Tony, so it wouldn't have affected them. And the other one might take it over three or four years. So I think for the most part, uh, it sounds like it's going to affect a lot more people than it actually does when reality actually hits. When they say, "Hey, okay, I can get the hundred thousand, I'll pay the tax on it, give me seventy thousand, whatever the you know whatever the case may be." Sure. Um, so I think it's just it, you know it, it it's a rule that I would say I don't know why they even put it in there, and that would be one of the ones where I'd say I'm not a fan of everything else I've seen uh, so far. You know, as, especially as a financial planner, I think is very good for most people. Oh, excellent. Well, that's good news. Uh, because you hear a lot of things and you know i heard the secure act passed uh didn't really know all the details regarding it i know there's a lot more i mean it it changed a lot of things so if our listeners want to learn more about the secure act and what how the changes are going to affect them personally and their personal accounts obviously everybody's situation is different and that's why you like to sit down and talk with them i know you're offering a complimentary consultation You'd be happy to answer our listeners' questions or even sit down with them. And again, there's no cost or obligation. How do they set that up with you, Rob? You know what? If you if they just give our office a call, 630-780-1099. Funny we're talking about, you know, the, the Secure Act and our you know our phone number is 1099, but again, it's <laughs> 630-780-1099. Give our office a call. You know, the you know, come on in. We, we can, you know, you know, walk you through, you know, how, how it will affect you, you know, take your, give yourself, you know, half hour, 45 minutes, and you'll sit down with me directly. And, and you know what, just see how this affects you because planning is everything, you know, and, uh, and I've never had somebody come in my office and say, geez, I wish I met you later. You know, everyone's like, I wish I met you sooner. Yeah. So take advantage of that. Come on in. Again, we're only highlighting a couple, Tony, that I think are are important, you know, and that really there, there's several other changes that you can look it up online. You can go to Secure Act, you know, just search that out and it'll have all of the different, you know, all of the different rules. You know, I, you know, I referenced, you know, www.shrm.org, uh, which has, you know, a lot of the Secure Act stuff on it, too, folks. So, again, give us a call. 630-780-1099. We appreciate you listening out there. Um, and I guess that's a wrap. Yeah, for this that one, Tony. does it. Yeah, uh, we're out that of time. Like it is. Rob, great show, and yeah, it's really important to understand how these changes are going to affect us personally. If you'd like to read the article that Rob talks about in the show today, or if you want more information on that article, it's titled "Secure Act Alters 401k Compliance Landscape," and it's from the shrm.org site. Thanks for sharing that with us. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Ready, Aim, Retire with our host, Rob Curvin. Thank you for listening to Ready, Aim, Retire. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Rob Curvin at Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc. Call 630-780-1099 or visit their website at apadvisors.net. 
All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Robert Curvin offers investment advisory services through Gradient Advisors, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 877-885-0508. An SEC-registered investment advisor. Gradient Advisors, LLC and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc is not a registered investment advisor and is not an affiliated of Gradient Advisors, LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through P. Robert Curvin, independent agent. P. Robert Curvin and Gradient Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.